Thank you for coming on today's podcast. Welcome. I love you. God bless you. Let me go ahead and pray for you. The Lord is your shepherd. You shall not want. The Lord makes you lie down in green pastures, leads you besides the still waters, restores your soul. The Lord leads you in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yeah, though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you will fear no evil. For the Lord God is right there with you. To hold you and to walk with you and to give you peace. The Lord sets a table before you in the presence of your enemies. The Lord anoints your head with oil. Your cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy and loving kindness shall follow you all the days of your life. And you shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Now repeat after me, say, I bless the Lord at all times, and His praise shall continually be in my mouth. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Said, My God supplies all my needs. According to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. But whatever I do shall prosper in the name of the Lord. Amen. Now my favorite prayer is Psalm 103 verses 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. And it starts out like this. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget none of His benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities. Who heals all your diseases. Who redeems your who redeems your life from destruction? Who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies? Who satisfies your mouth with good things? So that your youth is renewed like the eagles. So that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Amen and amen. That's my go-to prayer. If you say that ten times a day, we start finding out that we start eating better. We start eating healthier. We start looking younger when we go into the bathroom. These, this stuff works. Words make a difference. And godly words already established from God make all the difference in the world. Amen. I'm reporting to you my 10,000 steps. I've been at it. I'm going to put my chart of what my phone says and how many steps I've been taking for the last 11 or 12 weeks or so. I committed to 16 weeks of walking and air breathing exercise. So I'm reporting to you that all is well. And I'm reading chapter 7 right after this for your enjoyment. 
Chapter 7 of the book I Am that I found in the street while I was walking. It was looking up at me. It was amazing. I really enjoy the book. I say the exercises. I repeat the exercises. And you know, I know how it works because those, those voices, those pro proclamations, they stay with me all day long. They stay with me. I re resound with them in my spirit. Anyway, I love you. God bless you. With no further ado, here's chapter 7. Thank you. Chapter 7. See yourself as a masterpiece. Too many people go around feeling wrong on the inside. They don't really like who they are. They think, if I were just a little taller, if I had a better personality, if my metabolism was a little faster, or if I just looked like them, I would feel good about myself. But when God created you, he went to great lengths to make you exactly as he wanted. You didn't accidentally get your personality. You didn't just happen to get your height, your looks, your skin color, or your gifts. God designed you on purpose to be the way you are. You have what you need to fulfill your destiny. If you needed to be taller, God would have made you taller. If you needed to be a different nationality, God would have made you that way. If you needed to look like her instead of you or him, you would have looked like them. You have to be confident in who God made you to be. Ephesians 2.10 says, We are God's masterpiece. That means you are not ordinary. You didn't come off the assembly line. You weren't mass-produced. You're one of a kind. Nobody in this world has your fingerprints. There will never be another you. If you're going to reach your highest potential, you have to see yourself as unique, as an original, as God's very own masterpiece. When I was in my early 20s, I was sitting by myself on the beach in India watching the sunset. It was magnificent. Seeing the water was so blue, and as far as I could see from the right to the left, there were miles and miles of beach and palm trees. The sun was huge on the horizon, just about to set. As I sat there reflecting, thinking about my life, I heard God ask me something. Not out loud, but an impression down inside. He said, Joel, you think this is a beautiful picture, do you? I replied, yes, God, I think this is a magnificent picture. Well, he said, what do you think would be my most prized painting, the most incredible creation? I thought about it a moment, and I answered, God, it must be this sunset. This is breathtaking. No, it's not this. Earlier that year, I've been in the Rocky Mountains. They were spectacular, I continue. God, I bet it's the Rocky Mountains. No, not that. I wondered out loud, what could it be? The solar system, the Milky Way? He responded, no, Joe. My most prized possession, the painting that I'm the most proud of, is you. I thought, me? It couldn't be me. I'm ordinary. I'm just like everyone else. He said, you don't understand. When I made the solar system, the waters and the mountains, I was proud of that. That was great. But Joe, when I made you, I breathed my very life into you. I created you in my own image. Friend, you are God's most prized possession. Don't go around feeling wrong about yourself. Quit wishing you were taller or had a better personality or looked like somebody else. 
You've been painted by the most incredible painter that could ever be. When God created you, he stepped back and looked and said, That was good. Another masterpiece. He stamped his approval on you. On the inside of our shirts, there's usually a tag that reads, Made in America or some other country. Well, somewhere on you, there's a tag that states, Made by Almighty God. So put your shoulders back and hold your head up high. You are extremely valuable. When those thoughts come telling you everything that you're not, remind yourself, I have the fingerprints of God all over me. The way I look, the way I smile, my gifts, my personality. I know I'm not average. I am a masterpiece. Those are the thoughts that should be playing in your mind all day long. Not, I am slow. I am unattractive. I am just one of the seven billion people on earth. No, no. God did not make anything average. If you have breath to breathe, you are a masterpiece. Now, people may try to make you feel average. Your own thoughts may try to convince you that you are ordinary. Life will try to push you down and steal your sense of value. That's why all through the day, you have to remind yourself of what your painter is or who your painter is. When you dwell on the fact that Almighty God breathed his life into you and approved you, equipped you, and empowered you, let any thought of low self-esteem and inferiority don't have a chance. A few years ago, I was in somebody's home. They had many paintings on the wall which weren't very impressive to me. In fact, some of them looked as if they had been painted by a child. Very abstract, modern paint thrown here and there. But later that evening, they mentioned how they had paid, paid more than a million dollars for just one of those paintings. I looked at it again and thought, wow, that is beautiful, isn't it? <laughs> Come to find out, it was an original Pablo Picasso. What dawned on me that night was that it's not so much what the painting looks like. It's who the painter is. The painter gets the value from his creator in the same way our value doesn't come from how we look or what we do or who we know. Our value comes from the fact that Almighty God is our painter. So don't criticize what God has painted. Accept yourself. Approve yourself. You're not an accident. You have been fearfully and wonderfully made. I wonder what would happen if all through the day, instead of putting ourselves down, instead of dwelling on the negative, we would go around thinking, I am a masterpiece. I am wonderfully made. I am talented. I am an original. I have everything that I need. The enemy doesn't want you to feel good about yourself. He would love for you to go through life listening to the nagging voices that remind you of everything that you are not. I dare you to get up each day and say, Good morning, you wonderful thing, you. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. How many of us are bold enough to say as David did in Psalm 139, I am amazing. I am a masterpiece. Those thoughts never enter into most people's minds. They're too busy putting themselves down, focusing on their flaws, comparing themselves to other whom they think are better. Your painter, your creator says, You're amazing. You're wonderful. You're a masterpiece. Now it is up to you to get in agreement with God. If you go around focused on your flaws, listening to what other people are saying, you can miss your destiny. The recording that should be playing in our minds all day long is, 
I am valuable. I am a masterpiece. I am a child of the Most High God. Will you repeat that with me? I am valuable. I am a masterpiece. I am a child of the Most High God. One more time, say, I am a masterpiece. I am wonderfully made. I am talented. I am an original. I have everything that I need. In the morning, you say, good morning, you wonderful thing. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. All right, say that with me again. Say, I am a masterpiece. I am wonderfully made. I am talented. I am an original. I have everything I need. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, you now remember, your creator says, you're amazing. You're wonderful. You're a masterpiece. Psalm 139. How many of us whole are bold enough to say, as David did in Psalm 139 again, say this, say, I'm amazing. I am a masterpiece. Those thoughts never enter most people's minds. Again, they're too busy putting themselves down, focusing on their flaws, comparing themselves to others whom they are better. Your painter, your creator says, you're amazing. Say, I'm amazing. He says, you're wonderful. Say, I am wonderful. He says, you're a masterpiece. Say, I am a masterpiece. Now it's up to us to get in agreement with God. If we go around focus on our flaws, listening to what other people are saying, we can miss our destiny. The recording that should be playing in our minds all day long is, I am valuable. Say that after me. Say, I am valuable. I am a masterpiece. I am a child of the Most High God. Amen. Remember, the recordings, mostly in our heads, are negative. There are enough people in life already against us. Let's not be against ourselves. Let us change our recording. Start seeing ourselves as the masterpiece God created us to be. I read a story about a man who died in extreme poverty. At one point, he was homeless, living on the streets, and barely getting by in life. After the funeral, some of his relatives went to his run-down apartment and gather up his belongings. He had a painting on the wall which sold at a garage sale. The person who bought the painting took it to the local art gallery to learn more about it. They discovered it had been painted back in the 1800s by a famous artist and it was extremely valuable. It ended up selling at an auction for more than $3 million. The man lived his whole life in poverty because he didn't realize what he had. In the same way, every one of us has been painted by the most famous artist that could ever be. But if you don't understand your value, you go around thinking, I'm just average. I'm not that talented. I made a lot of mistakes in life. If you let that negative recording play, you're just like the man with the painting. You have everything you need and you're full of potential, but you never tapped into it. That's why every morning you need to remind yourself, I am not average. I am not ordinary. I have the fingerprints of God all over me. I am a masterpiece. Again, repeat after me. Say, I am not average. Come on, say it with me. Say, I am not average. I am not ordinary. 
I have the fingerprints of God all over me. I am a masterpiece. There was an article on a medical magazine that talked about how researchers have, have scientifically calculated how much money the human body is worth. They added up all the costs of the enzymes, cells, tissues, organs, hormones, everything contained in the body. They concluded that an average-sized person is worth $6 million. You heard of the $6 million man. Well, you are a $6 million person. You can put your shoulders back. You can have a spring in your step. Your Heavenly Father has invested $6 million in you. The good news is you didn't even have to pay taxes on it. Think of this. $6 million is the worth of an average-sized person. You may be worth $9 million. That's the way to look at it. You're not overweight. You're just more valuable. Jesus said to love your neighbor as you love yourself. If you don't love yourself in a healthy way, you will never be able to love others in the way that, that you should. That is why some people don't have good relationships. If you don't get along with yourself, you'll never get along with others. We all have weaknesses, shortcomings, things that we wish were they're different. But God never designed us to go through life being against ourselves. The opinion you have of yourself is the most important opinion that you have. If you see yourself as less than, not talent, not value, you will become exactly that. You are constantly conveying that what you feel on the inside even subconscious, you're sending messages out. If you feel unattractive on the inside, you can be the most beautiful person in the world, but you will convey feelings of unattractiveness. That is going to push people away. The problem is inside. You carry yourself the way you see yourself. I've seen just the opposite happen. A few years ago, I met a young lady who on the surface and I say this respectfully, wasn't necessarily attractive. She didn't have a lot of what today's culture defines as beautiful. But I can tell you that inside she had it going on. She knew what was she's made in the image of Almighty God. She knew she was crowned with favor. She may have looked ordinary, but she thought extraordinary. She carried herself like a queen and walked like she was royalty. She smiled like she was Miss America and dressed like she was headed for the runway. She may have bought her outfit at a second-hand store, but she wore it as though it were brand new from Saks Fifth Avenue. All I could say was, you go, girl. That was the difference. On the inside, she saw herself as beautiful, strong, talented, and valuable. What's on the inside will eventually show up on the outside because the, she saw herself as a masterpiece. She excluded strength. She exuded strength, excuse me, beauty, and confidence. Here's the key. People you see you the way you see yourself. If you see yourself a strong, talented, and valuable, that's the way other people will see you. That's the message you're sending out. But if you see yourself as less than, not talented, and not valuable, that's the way others will see you. Perhaps if you would change the opinion you have of yourself, if you would quit focusing on your flaws and everything you wish was different, if you would quit comparing yourself to somebody else, who do you think is better and start loving yourself in a healthy way, being proud of who God made you to be, then as you send out those different messages, it's going to bring new opportunities, new relationships, and new levels of God's favor. 
That is what the Israelites did. When ten of the spies came back from the powerful line, they saw how huge their opponents were. They said to Moses, We were in our own sight as grasshoppers, and so we were in their sights. Notice they didn't say, Moses, those people insulted us. They called us grasshoppers. They went in with a grasshopper mentality. They said, we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. That's what they convey. Here's the principle at work. And so we were in their sights. In other words, they saw us the way we saw ourselves. They saw us the way we saw ourselves. If you project feelings of inferiority, people will treat you as inferior. But you may feel that you have a disadvantage similar to the Israelites. You don't have the size, the talents, or the education, the money. That's all right. All that matters is Almighty God breathed His life into you. He created you as a person of destiny. He put seeds of greatness inside you. Now do your part. Start seeing yourself as the masterpiece God created you to be. The scripture talks about how God made us to be kings and priests unto him. Men, you need to start seeing yourself as a king. Women, start seeing yourself as a queen. Start carrying yourself as royalty, not with arrogance thinking that you're better than others, but in humility. Be proud of who God made you to be. You are not better than anyone else, but you are no less than anyone else either. It doesn't matter how many degrees you have. It doesn't matter how important their family is. Understand your father created the whole universe. When he breathed his life into you, and sent you to planet Earth, you didn't come as ordinary. You didn't come as average. He put a crown of honor on your head. Now, start thinking thinking as royalty, talking as royalty, walking as royalty, and acting as royalty. Repeat after me. Say, I am royalty. I am walking royalty. I am talking royalty. And I am thinking royalty. I was in England a few years ago. They were having a ceremony to honor the queen. When the queen walked in the room, you could feel the strength, the confidence, and the dignity. She had her head held high and a pleasant smile on her face. She waved to everyone as though they were her best friends. What was interesting was that there were all kinds of important people in that room. There were presidents of other nations, world-renowned entertainers, famous athletes, scientists, and some of the brightest, most talented people in the world. But, and I say this respectfully, the queen was not the most beautiful person in the room. There were other ladies who were younger and much more beautiful, but judging from the way the queen carried herself, you would have thought she was the cat's meow. She had it going on, strong, confident, secure, the queen wasn't the wealthiest, fittest, or most educated woman in the room either. A lot of people would have been intimidated walking into that room, but not her. She walked in as though she owned the place. Why? She knows who she is. She's the queen. She comes from a long line of royalty. It's been ingrained in her thinking. I'm not average. I'm not ordinary. I am one of a kind. No doubt some mornings when the queen wakes up, the same thoughts come to her mind 
they come to all of us. You're not as beautiful as you, your sister. You're not as talented as your brother. You're not as smart as your coworker. Be intimidated. You're infuriated. <clears throat> Inferior. The queen lets that go in one year and out the other. She thinks, what are you talking about? It doesn't matter how I compare to others. I'm the queen. I got royalty in my blood, in my DNA, in just generations of influence, honor, and prestige. If you and I could ever start seeing ourselves as the kings and the kings and the queens God made us to be, we would never be intimidated again. You don't have to be the most talented to feel good about yourself. You don't have to be the most educated or the most successful way. When you understand your Heavenly Father breathe His life into you, you too come from a long line of royalty. Instead of being intimidated or made to feel insecure by someone who you think is more important, you can do like the Queen. Just be at ease, be kind, be confident, and be friendly. Knowing that you are one of a kind, ladies, you may not be the most beautiful person, but be confident you're the Queen Men, you may not be the most successful, but stand up tall. You're the king. You are crowned not by people, but by Almighty God. But a lot of times we think, I can't feel good about myself. I got this addiction. I struggled with a bad temper. I made a lot of mistakes in life. I don't feel like a masterpiece. Here's the piece. Your value is not based on your performance. You don't have to do enough good and and then maybe God will approve you. God has already approved you. When Jesus was being baptized by John in the Jordan River, he hadn't started his ministry yet. He had never opened one blind eye, never raised the dead, never turned water into wine. He had not performed a single miracle. But a voice boomed out of the heavens, and God said, this is my beloved son of whom I am well pleased. His father was pleased with him because of who he was and not because of anything he had done or had not done. Well, we tell ourselves, if I could break this addiction, I'll feel good about myself. If I could read my Bible more, if I could bite my tongue and not argue so much, maybe I wouldn't be against myself. You have to learn to accept yourself while you're in the process of changing. We all have areas we need to improve, but we're not supposed to go around down on ourselves because we haven't arrived. When you're against yourself, it doesn't help you to do better. It makes you do worse. You may have a bad habit you know you need to overcome, but if you go around feeling guilty and condemned, think about all the times you fail the times you've blown it. That will most motivate you to go forward. You have to shake off the guilt, shake off the condemnation. You may not be where you want to be, but you can look back and thank God you're not where you used to be. You're growing. You're making progress. Do yourself a big favor and quit listening to the accusing voices. That's the enemy trying to convince you to be against yourself. He knows that if you don't like yourself, you will never become who God created you to be. In Genesis 1, God has just created the heavens, the earth, the sea, the animals, Adam and Eve. 
when he finished, the scripture says, God looked over all that he had made and saw how it was excellent in every way. When God looks at you, he says, you are excellent in every way. You may think, not me, I got these bad habits, these shortcomings. I made some mistakes in the past. Get out of that de defeated mentality. You may not be perfect, but God is not basing your value on your performance. He is looking at your heart. He is looking at the fact that you're trying. You wouldn't be reading this if you didn't have a heart to please God. Now quit being down on yourself. Quit living condemned and dare to believe you are excellent in every way. Our attitude should be, yes, I may make some mistakes. I have some flaws and weakness, but I am not going to live my life guilty, condemned. I know God has already approved me. I am excellent in every way. I am his masterpiece. If you're going to overcome your flaws and weakness, you have to not only stay positive towards yourself, but be bold enough to celebrate who God made you to be. Be proud of who you are. I know people who are good at celebrating others. They'll compliment their friends and brag on a, a cousin. You have to see my neighbor. He's an um, awesome football player. You must see my sister. She is so beautiful. And that's good. Why should We should celebrate others, but make sure you also celebrate yourself. You are smart. You are talented. You are beautiful. There is something special for you. You can't get so caught up in celebrating others, putting them on the pedestal to where you think they are so great and I am so average. She is so beautiful and I am so plain. They may have more natural beauty or more talent in some areas, but God didn't leave anybody out. You have something that they don't have. You're, you're good at something that they are not good at. And it's fine to celebrate them and say, wow, look how great they are. As long as you follow it up by saying eternally. And you know what? I'm great too. I am a child of the most high. I'm smart too. I am talented. I am very fortunate. Hallelujah. I am youthful. Amen. It's like the story I heard about the mayor of small town. He was in a parade riding on a float down Main Street with a convertible with his wife next to him. While he was waving to all the different people, he spotted in the crowds his wife's former boyfriend who owned and ran the local gas station. The mayor whispered to his wife, aren't you glad you didn't marry him? You'd be working at a gas station. She whispered back, no, if I would marry him, he'd be the mayor. You have to know who you are. God breathed his life into you. You have royalty in your blood. You are excellent in every way. Amen. Repeat after me. Say, I am. God breathed his life into me. I am. For he also gave me his royal blood. I am excellent in every way. Now put your shoulders back, hold your head up high, and start carrying yourself as royalty. You are not average. You are not ordinary. You are a masterpiece. Get up every morning and remind yourself of who your painter is. 
Your value doesn't come before of who you are. It comes because of whom you are. Whose you are. Remember, the most important opinion is the opinion you have of yourself. How you see yourself, how other people are going to see you. I'm asking you today to see yourself as a king. See yourself as a person. Not arrogantly, but in humility, for that is the true, truly who you are. Maybe you need to change the recording that's playing in your head. It's the message is, I'm low, I'm I'm an attractive, I'm nobbing special. Dare to say, I like David, I like everyone. I am amazing. Say that with me. I am amazing. I am talented. I am one of a kind. I am a masterpiece. Amen. And with that, start praising and giving thanks to the Lord and repeating those exercises of the I am with others. Thank you so much for coming on here today. God bless you.